And welcome to another amazing episode of Retrovaniacs. As always, I'm Jeremy Parmentier here with Billy Holiday. Hello there. And Jeremy Gregory. Hey, guys. And uh, this week we're going to look at the uh, the first Mega Man X game for the Super Nintendo. But before mm. we get to that, Billy, you missed our last show. Did you have anything you wanted to say? I'm still doing this stupid damn, you know, paying my bills thing and, and stuff like that. So I had to I had to put the show to the side. But but Road Rash, I, I'm, I'm it's unfortunate I missed that one. But you guys did a great job, a fine job to be commended. Uh, I but, don't know uh, if I'd agree with that, but I'm I, glad that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been I've been playing quite a bit. I'm doing that thing again where I can, I'm having a hard time kind of focusing on on one game. I'm jumping around a little bit. Uh, I played a good deal of the uh, the game we're reviewing uh, for this episode just because it was a just um, you know a, an enjoyable game and and I dedicated I dedicated a lot of time into it. Tried to get all the way through. Other than that, I picked up the uh, the PlayStation VR not too long ago, and you know. <sighs> I was reluctant. It's one of those things when it first came out, I, I just wanted to immediately rush out and pick it up. But uh, but then I got worried. I said, well, that's awful gimmicky. Uh, what if, you know, having lived through the, the era of the Virtual Boy, I think I, I was a little cautious at first. I needed to wait and see. But, you know, some time has gone on. It's still getting a lot of support. It's got a, you know, several pretty solid games lined up this summer. So I said, I'll, and, you know, the price drop didn't hurt picked up the Skyrim bundle of that I, I put it in started playing Skyrim and within about 15 minutes I was just I was dizzy and I, I was in a cold sweat I figured this was either the best thing ever or the worst uh, but uh yeah I kept playing and and the, you know the motion sickness kind of kind of passed never returned I, I played through a little bit of that I've tried Resident Evil 7 uh, I tried the uh, the Until Dawn game, Rush of Blood, on there. Uh, pretty phenomenal. I, I know that they they say that the uh, the you know there are better VR experiences, but I just this is the one I have the hardware for. So this is the one I'm playing right now, and I'm pretty blown away by what this thing can do so far. Now, Billy, I, I'm amazed because the the game I figured you would jump for is the Final Fantasy 15 fishing game. I'm building. I have a fishing game. I I, pick, I did pick up a fishing game. Very relaxing. Very relaxing. I, I just I sit back. I imagine it's what real fishing's like. I sit back and I drink, and and I, I listen to you know shitty southern rock, and I, I fish, and yeah, I mean, it's a time. I'm building up to the Final Fantasy. Actually, I'm a cheap ass, and I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Uh, but if it doesn't, pretty soon, I'm determined I'm going to pick it up anyway. Uh, but rest assured, one of the first things I purchased on there was a fishing game. Well, there's a Square Enix sale like every two weeks or yes. so on, on the PlayStation it's, Network, it's so you, you'll get it. I've, yes. Uh, speaking of PlayStation Network, the only thing I've been playing other than Monster Hunter, which I've talked about, and Persona 4, which I've talked about pretty much every episode since the uh, start of 2016, I, uh, I've i been playing uh, the, the free games on PS Network this month for PS Gold. Uh, one is, is the Rayman game. I already had that. It's great, but uh, I've already gotten it. Uh, the, the game I've been playing a lot of is King Oddball. <laughs> which is essentially like Angry Birds, uh, <laughs> and I cannot stop playing it. I've beaten all the regular levels, and now I'm trying for all the like dumb achievements, like do it with one rock. And it's basically the same idea, though, as, as Angry Birds. Instead of instead mm-hmm. of using you know pulling back 
uh, a rubber band essentially. It's like it spins around in the middle of the, the room on a rope, and you just push the button at the right time, and the rock will fly in a direction. It's mm-hmm. it is uh, it is dumb, but super fun, like cell phone game kind of stuff. But it's perfect on the Vita. Uh, great for bathroom trips, which I've had a good number of. Uh, and oh, I've yeah. had played so much Monster Hunter that I actually think I might be burned out on Monster Hunter. Uh, that said, mm. as soon as there's some other dumb Capcom tie-in that I care about, uh, right now is. Uh, and I'm sure I'm saying this wrong because I'm not a fan. Uh, Sakura, the Street Fighter character, uh, the, she is the current uh, current costume you can earn, and I could care less. Uh, but if it's, you know, as soon as you get the beautiful Joe costume for my cat, I'm in. 100%, I'll be there. There it is. <laughs> so, Jeremy, what have you been playing? I've just really been continuing with Far Cry 5. I, I really haven't had too much time to, to play anything beyond that. I'm still having fun playing it. It's mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do in that game at some point. You know, you've kind of seen everything that you can do as far as, like, the mission types and, you know, things like that. Kind of your standard Ubisoft game. And But I, I'm still having fun with it. I, I don't know if I'll really get into anything beyond that here in the near future because I've, I'm two out of three bosses into it, so I might as well just go ahead and finish that up. That is one series. I sure am glad I gave another try after the second one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That second game was, it it just, it instilled a fatigue in me. Unlike any other game ever has. If I, I, if I saw another Jeep come towards me, (laughs) I tell you that series, I called it, I assumed it was dead, but they put out some fucking great games since then. Yeah. I mentioned on the last podcast, like I really didn't get into Far Cry 4 at all. Loved Far Cry 3, but Far Cry 5 Mm -hmm. is, I I really enjoy it. But uh, Mm -hmm. I also grabbed VR headset myself uh, Mm -hmm. not too long ago, about a month ago. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like I really like the, like sitting down and playing that for, for an experience for the first time is one of the most Mm -hmm. amazing things I've ever done as far as video games go. I mean, that's a hell of a party trick to put something Mm -hmm. on, put that thing on someone and watch them flip out. Uh, I did the same thing. I actually had to take the headset off as soon as I started Gran Turismo because I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know that that experience for the first time is worthwhile. Um, since then, it's one of those things that's like it kind of reminds me of the Wiimote because I just don't want to put the thing on. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. I, I want to get it. Like, I love the experience every time I put it on. Um, but as soon like I'm just one of those people that when I get home from work or when I want to play a video game, I just want to sit down on the couch mm-hmm. and just get the controller and go mm-hmm. like this is definitely one of those things you've got to put on. You've got to adjust. You got to make sure that the camera is in the right position. You got to make sure you're in the right position. You got to make oh, sure yeah. everything's cleared out of the room if you're going to use the move controllers. Um, it is definitely not just a, a sit down and play kind of thing. You've got to mm-hmm. invest some time into doing it. And even when you do all that, I can only maybe last about 15 to 20 minutes before I start to get some serious fatigue. Yeah. So it's one of those things like I'm just kind of using it for porn right now. And that's it's doing me good for that. But, you oh, know, we're, we're going to uh, we're going to have to talk after the end of this. episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's it's hey, VR porn's pretty great if you haven't tried it. But uh, as far as games go, I mean, it really depends on the games. Like I've had really great experiences. Like Wipeout HD was really amazing. Uh, Gran Turismo, I, it, it's not the best VR experience, but God, I just love driving around a track in that thing. It's so convincing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there are other games like Skyrim. I could not make it more than like you. I couldn't make it more than ten minutes. And that's definitely a game you need to invest a lot of time in if you want to get your money out of it. And I cannot, mm-hmm. I just 
can't do it. There's just too many unnatural movements, I guess. Um, but besides that, yeah, I, I think it's a worthwhile experience to, to get into. And, and it's something like it, it's not like nothing else. But for me, like I, I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I spent the money, but I don't know if I would ever get another VR headset unless there's like a breakthrough in VR porn and that gets mm. even better because Ooh. as of right now, that's the best VR experience. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Wow. I, this took a turn. I'm going to be honest. I did, <laughs> I did not expect that as an answer, although it's good to know that there is some amazing X-rated material uh, to use the VR headset. And speaking of X-rated material, let's talk about this week's game, Mega Man X. For the Super Nintendo. Oh Better at those. Better and better. Doesn't get doesn't get better than that. Uh, th- this mm. was a game uh, I had actually. I'm a huge Mega Man fan. I know I've talked about it every time we've brought up Mega Man. I'm glad we did Mega Man Legends. I've I finished Mega Man one through ten on the uh, the regular numbered series. I had up until this podcast never played any of the X series, and I can't really explain why. Except for fatigue on the Mega Man series, you know they came out every year pretty mm-hmm. much, and after a while it was like you know I'm. I'm good with Mega Man. And then when I kind of had the itch to play Mega Man again, you know, Mega Man 7 would come out or Mega Man 8 would come out. And then, you know, it was years till another true Mega Man. And then 9 and 10 were kind of neat throwbacks. So I had never played one of the X games. Uh, I, I kind of looked at footage of the later Mega Man X games, and I think I figured out why I wasn't interested in, in some of the PlayStation 2 entries, uh, although I am now. Uh, but uh, but so this was this was fun for me because I'd never played this game, but it's the kind mm. of game I should have played and should love. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I I was at a weird point with the Mega Man series when this came out. I, I had similar. I was just uh, just just fatigue. I, I never played a bad Mega Man game. I you know I played the first, rented it just because of that just off the wall box art. Uh, tried it out, loved it. You know, rented it subsequent times until I finished it. Uh, picked up the second one, played through it, loved it. Uh, I know we have differing opinions, and I know at least one person on this show has an outlandish opinion about which. Mega Man game is the best, but to me, it's always the second one. Uh, and, and played the third, and and it was good, but after that, I was kind of done. And I, I didn't really keep up with it again. It wasn't until I uh, was at the video store, I saw that, and the first thing that came to mind is, holy shit, they made it up to ten of these. But but that was not the case, apparently. This was this was an X and not a, and not a Roman numeral. Uh, I would find out later on. Uh, but yeah, I, I picked it up not because I was a, a huge Mega Man fan at that time, but just because of just good faith in the Super Nintendo and what they had done with some of my other favorite uh, games from the Nintendo, like Contra, uh, Super Metroid, Super Castlevania, and my hat's off to them, because I know there's probably up on the board in the boardroom, someone had written down Super Mega Man. My hat's off to whoever said, no, we're not doing that. Um, but yeah, so I picked this up just because of these these you know other versions of NES games and having these great you know sequels on the Super Nintendo. So I got this one about the time it came out, and 
and played through it. And at the time, I remember thinking, yeah, that's that's Mega Man. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I really didn't get, uh, you know, I really loved NES Mega Man games, but I didn't really play many past like three, I think. Mm-hmm. So this was like, I believe this was like the first Mega Man for Super NES. And like I saw it on the video shelf and looked on the back, you know, it definitely looked a hell of a lot better than anything we had seen on the NES as far as mm-hmm. Mega Man titles go. Mm-hmm. Um, looked way more detailed, kind of looked like a, a darker take on it. You know, it definitely wasn't the... I mean, yes, now it kind of looks like a Saturday morning cartoon, but compared to what we were used to with the NES Mega Man, which was actually literally a Saturday morning cartoon show at one point, yeah. um, this one kind of had like a, a darker, more mature look to it. And that's that's kind of what got me into it. Um, but yeah, this was actually, this, this is, it turned out to be one of my favorite Mega Mans. Mm. Well, it is the first Super Nintendo Mega Man. Uh, the Super Nintendo came out in 1991. Uh, this Mega Man did not come out until December of 1993 or early 94 in uh, in the U.S. And you know you have to remember that they were still putting out 8-bit Mega Mans on the Nintendo uh, pretty much every year. So after the Super Nintendo came out, five and six were released. Uh, six actually came out a year before, like or the same year actually, a month before this game did. So this was the first Super Nintendo Mega Man, but again, I think that's why I really didn't pay attention to it, because there had been so many Mega Mans, and I didn't play 4, 5, and 6 when they were new. I know I played a little bit of 4 um, when they were new, because I, I did love 2 and 3, and the little bit of 4 I played was like, yeah, this is this is more of the same, but the bosses aren't quite as good, and the levels aren't quite as good. I mean, you know, it, it's like saying that's that's a bad pizza. It's still good pizza, but it's just not mm-hmm. as good as the best pizza could be. So two and three are, uh, you know, we, we can have that discussion another time. Are are the best Mega Mans, uh, but <laughs> but clearly uh, for the for the numbered Mega Mans, but but I had never played this again. Like I said, I I think I was just all Mega Man out, and and again, uh, I was a Turbo Graphics guy, not a Super Nintendo guy. So uh, I would have been busy playing Shockman, the very poor Mega Man clone <laughs> that was on that system. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard someone say I was a Turbo Graphics man, not a Super Nintendo man. That's because everybody else on Earth is smarter than me uh, when it comes to that. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. I, I will continue to talk the wonders of the Turbo Graphics. Uh, but thankfully, mm-hmm. I did finally in uh, in 2018 uh, play Mega Man X. It is it builds on what Mega Man does immediately from the get go. Like Jeremy said, it is a darker take on the story. Uh, instead of you know Mega Man. The, the classic Mega Man story is, oh, there's a good doctor and a, and, a, and a bad evil scientist, and the bad evil scientist takes the good doctor's robots and turns them evil, and, and you're the good robot left to take out the bad robots and stop the, the, the evil scientist. But everything looks super cartoony, and it's always this over-the-top, you know, yeah, 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 I'll get you next time, evil man, that runs away at the end. And the, this is a much darker take, uh, while still being a kid's game, uh, that, that uh, you know, you're... As Mega Man X, you've been found, essentially. The original Dr. Light built you and hid you because you were too powerful and uncontrollable. Uh, you're, you're found 100 years later, and, and you're used to kind of build this army of replicants, which are essentially just you know useful robots. But one of the replicants named Sigma takes over, converts all the other replicants uh, on his side, and says, you know what, uh, humans are great because they built us, but we're better than they are in every way, so let's wipe out humanity. So you're, you're the only thing stopping... Um, you know, the the replicants from taking out humanity, uh, which is a little bit darker than just an evil scientist trying to take over, I don't know, jobs of the world uh, in the previous games. So yeah. I, I guess it's not true that you're the only person. Uh, you are helped almost immediately. The first level uh, in this game, much like some of the later Mega Mans, is an introductory level. It's not, it doesn't just jump you to a screen of, of bosses you can fight like the early Mega Man games. Uh, and so the first level you're introduced to one that you are still underpowered. Uh, you meet 
the first bad guy that you cannot possibly beat in the beginning, Vile, is how you, I think you pronounce his name, or Vile, it doesn't matter because it's written, V-I-L-E. Uh, and he just looks like a, a big robot with a robot suit as well. And he basically just pounds you into the ground. And then Zero shows up, uh, it basically stops him and saves you. And then's like, hey, you're not pro- strong enough to fight uh, Sigma yet, so why don't you go fight these other things, and I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, so you're not <laughs> completely alone. You have Zero to help you out. Um, but, it, but at least after that introductory level, you're, you're then treated to the normal Mega Man start mm-hmm. you'd expect. There are eight bosses you can fight in eight different worlds. You can fight them in any order you want. Um, you know, much like in Mega Man Classic Series, when you beat a boss, you get their weapon. And in, in traditional Mega Man fashion, there is a weapon from one of the bosses that will make another boss much easier. So part of the game is, uh, you know, you could just go through with your regular weapon and finish the game. That's completely doable, and some people do that on purpose. But really part of the game is as well figuring out what bosses to beat in what order to make this game as fast as possible. Especially, in you know, after... You finish all those levels, there's probably a good chance there's some sort of boss rush because they're in every mm-hmm. single Mega Man, and I would fully uh-huh. expect it here as well. Part of this game is always figuring out what the boss's weaknesses are and, and then finding the best possible order to beat these bosses. Uh, I did not succeed in that uh, m- with my playthrough of this game until the end. Once I've beaten everybody, I kind of figured out, oh, great, here are some weapons that make this easier. So I think out of the eight bosses, I probably beat all six with my standard gun, which was painful. Yeah, yeah, and that's always been. I always have probably the longest playthroughs of Mega Man games because I just I pick a guy at random. I go in there, you know, I, I get his gun. I pick the next guy. I hit him with the, the the previous boss's gun, and it usually results in me just going, "Ah, shit, this thing is fucking is worthless." I switch to the little pea shooter, and yeah, but this one, yeah, more than half of them, I just I'd, I'd never found. I guess I just unfortunately went in the complete wrong order where I never had anything uh, that gave me a leg up. And, and I mostly went through with just a regular gun, which, yeah, you learn to do a lot of dodging if you're going to use that regular gun throughout the game. Yeah, that's about my experience with it as well. I, I'm i still not quite sure what the actual, the pro- how you're supposed to progress. Because when I was a kid, I just kind of went through and, uh, you know, I, I picked some levels that, that you start off in, and if you don't get too far, then you just kind of go find one that's a little bit easier or something to mm-hmm. see how far you can get. Mm-hmm. And that's generally what I do. Uh, for me, that that first level was is the snow level. Uh, yes. And that one wasn't too bad. I, I think that was always the first one that I that I played and beat because it's not too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boss it's, it isn't too bad. You can beat beat the penguin dude uh, with your, your Mega Blaster pretty easy. Uh, but yeah, after that, you know, I didn't really, you know, I'd use the weapon that that I would get to see if it would actually like hurt another boss way way worse or help me. But generally, I, I just never really figured out the way that I was supposed to go through the game. And I want to get this out of the way now. Uh, I mentioned it early because it's one of the first things I noticed. Did you guys have like a tremendous amount of slowdown when you were playing this game? A little bit, but again, for. For someone who was used to the NES Mega Man's, that is not in any way unexpected. Oh, and it wasn't it, that it, bad. It, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. You want to see some bad slowdown, go play Mega Man 5 uh, or no. 6. And there are some levels on that where it's just like, oh, even Mega Man 1, the original Mega Man, um, any of the stages, the, the ice mm-hmm. stage specifically, is a crawl through most of the stage. I, just, I didn't know if I just was was overreacting to it or not, but it just seemed like early on just a, just a lot of slowdown. And this is a bad game to have slowdown in. Uh, I, as to the point to where I, I played this on, you know, the uh, the SNES Classic, and I uh, 
I couldn't find the cartridge or I would I would have popped the cartridge in in time. Uh, but yeah, I looked through some playthroughs. It looked like they were having slowdown too. It's just uh, it, it was it. I guess because I haven't played a, a proper NES Mega Man in quite some time. I was I was taken aback by it a bit. Uh, it's kind of you know this game tries to be a little bit more fast actiony than than the previous Mega Man's. There's definitely mm-hmm. a lot more like on screen at a time, and especially like mm-hmm. the big explosions and stuff like that. Uh, it can definitely slow it down, but usually. It, yes, it did bother me, but it didn't seem like it was enough that I was just like, oh, man, this just cannot mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. at full speed. I mean, I, it came back to me, and I remember on old Nintendo, you just kind of you learn to work with it. And, and you know, once I did that, it got out of the way. It was just it was a bit jarring at the beginning to uh, to encounter that uh, Nintendo slow-mo after after such a long time. Yeah, and it definitely seemed like some stages were way worse than others. Mm-hmm. I think it is a faster game than the the original Mega Man's. Um, oh, yeah. they, they've definitely added a few things that uh, enhance this. Now, again, uh, playing this now, it was hard for me to remember kind of the order things came in. So I'm, I, I went back and did a little bit of research, but but not mm-hmm. enough to say I did research. So you know, the original Mega Man, all you could do was jump and shoot, and you'd get oh, other yeah. weapons that made it so you could you know you'd get like the 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 bomb weapon and and the ice gun and the fire gun. But mm-hmm. but generally, when you started the game, you could jump. And you could shoot, and that was it. This game gives you some more abilities from the get-go. Uh, you get the charge shot, which I know a lot of the later Mega Mans had. I'm pretty sure it was mm-hmm. there by by four, if not by three. Um, and you can climb walls, which none of the earlier Mega Mans let you do at all. So if you if you run against a wall and just keep jumping, you'll basically just grab onto the wall and, and keep climbing up, which is a, a key mechanic in this game. Uh, and it makes it so some of those things in, in the original Mega Mans where you had one... You know, you just slightly miss a platform and you die. That doesn't happen as often, although it still definitely happens in this game. But nowhere near as bad as a, as a classic Mega Man. Uh, each level is set up exactly the same as the old Mega Mans, which is uh, each boss has a themed area that they are the boss of. It's a, a standard side-scroller uh, action jumping platformer, but the levels are kind of... Um, I don't want to say Metroid-y, but, but it's more than one flat plane you go from left to right. There's always parts where you go up and down ladders that go to other screens. Sometimes they're kind of maze-like, but they're not necessarily a maze. It's, it's pretty straightforward to get through these levels, but they're not, they're not Super Mario Brothers. You know, start at the left point of the screen and at the right point at the far end mm-hmm. of the screen. Uh, flat platform levels. There's definitely a lot to do in these levels, but they all are kind of neatly themed to meet the boss most of the time. Uh, for example, in this game, uh, Flame Mammoth uh, is in this old robot factory, and so, you know, as you're going through the level, there's robots that fall out of these old pipes and start trying to shoot at you and crawl without any legs. And you get to him at the end, and and he's on these other same platforms and kind of forces uh forces the the gate the level to move around while you're fighting him. I mean, I I thought there were some pretty cool level designs in this, but it's still nothing completely out of the world for Mega Man. But they still added enough little things to make it so it wasn't as punishing as the old Mega Man's for instant kills. And that was one of the things I noticed uh, early on. Uh, you know, I had to try out several stages. Like Jeremy said, uh, you, you play through until you find that stage. You're really able to just get through uh, more easily than the others. And that's, that's kind of the order you go, just whatever stage you can beat. I, and I found clearly on the, you know, some of those original NES Mega Man's, there were some stages where I just, I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, on this one, it felt like uh, if if I died on there, it was my fault. I, I felt like some of that cheapness from the NES Mega Man's was was not present here, which I really appreciated. And it really was a matter of okay, uh, if I learn this pattern, 
or just kind of memorize what's coming or, you know, which way to go here or, uh, you know, this enemy is going to pop up right here. Uh, I could get through, you know, pretty much any level. Uh, this is the quickest I got through the original, you know, lineup of, of bosses in a Mega Man game. And, and and I think uh, and like you said, level design. My my hats off for that. I mean, it's still classic Mega Man. Um, and one of my favorite things in Mega Man games are the uh, the levels that don't go left or right, but have you kind of climbing for a good portion of them. Uh, and there were several of those in here, uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, so far, you know, your early impressions of it are this is Mega Man. Uh, they've kind of tweaked the difficulty to where it's not that cheap difficulty it's hard i mean it's still you know got that Mega Man toughness to it uh they tweaked a lot of the cheapness out of it and have you know so far in the early goings just improved a little bit here and there on on a lot of things seems like the levels themselves give you a little bit more room to kind of yes. jump around and and you know shoot your gun and stuff it's not all just like very strict memorization like it was in, in the NES uh, Mega Man. Yeah. So definitely you've got more just kind of open play field to, to mm-hmm. shoot your game. Just to shoot. It feels more like an action game sometimes than it does a Mega Man game. Yeah. And one of my, one of my complaints about though, it, it just seemed like it was always so tight on the original Mega Man game. It seemed like, you know, you only went a few steps and you're already scrolling over to the next screen or whatnot. Yeah, it, it seemed like definitely on this one there's there's some room to breathe on here, and I think it, it does lend itself to to a lot more action. Well, the other thing this added uh, just to the, the general Mega Man abilities that the previous games didn't is you start with a fairly small-looking life bar, and in the mm-hmm. levels you can find, um, they look like metal hearts, and they basically increase the size of your life bar. That's the first time a Mega Man game has done this, at least up to this point in time. Um you know, previously your life bar is your life bar and that's it. Yeah. And, and you get life to, to refill that life bar. But, but as far as getting additional life bar pieces, that doesn't happen. This game has that. You can basically double the size of your life bar. Uh, a lot of them are very well hidden. I finished this game and I only had probably a three quarters health bar as opposed to a yeah. full size health bar. Um, you can also find different weapon and armor power ups. Uh, the first stage I saw one in you, you brought up chill penguin. That's I think probably the best one to do first because you will earn the um, was it that level? I think it was that level. That that level you earn the ability to dash. Um, mm-hmm. you, you find the first Doctor Light. Um, it looks almost like a portal you can walk into, and there's a little a little uh, like hologram of Doctor Light that says, "Hey, Mega Man X, I'm glad you're here. I guess you've decided to fight, so I'll help you out. And here's here's some things I built for you. And and I don't know why you'd hid them since he was also you know making sure you were there to save humanity. But whatever. Uh, you you get the dash ability. So if you hit you know, left twice or right twice, you'll dash fast. Not not a consistent run, but a little short burst of speed, which is actually pretty cool. And when you use that, it makes it so you can jump much farther, which is, a, you know, a nice bonus, again, for Mega Man-style platform games. There's definitely some parts where, in the previous Mega Mans, if you weren't at the very last pixel you could be on to make a jump, you weren't going to make it. In this game, you can not just double jump to make yourself jump farther, but you also, if you hit the side of a platform instead of the top, you grab on for a second so you can jump real quick and, and get back on it. So, yeah, you know, between the, the dash that you get that level and, and the ability to, again, grab onto things to climb walls, that made those jumps much easier. Uh, but there are other power-ups in the game. There's one that makes it so you can take twice as many hits, basically. There is... I never found this one, but there's one that makes your X-Blaster better. So you can... You always have a charge shot for your standard X-Blaster. But it doesn't charge any of the other weapons you find from the bosses. When you get mm-hmm. the X-Blaster power-up, 
that does give you that ability. It gives you that all the weapons have a charge shot uh, that makes them do sometimes different things and sometimes just much mm-hmm. more powerful powerful versions of those shots. So that that's all pretty cool uh, that they have those hidden things in there. And the other Mega Man games, even Mega Man 1 had that that uh, the platform gun that would let you shoot platforms you could run across so you wouldn't have to deal with some of those tough uh, jump levels when you needed to. But that was one item in that game. Th- there's a lot in this that's hidden, uh, including, did you guys get or ever get Without knowing about it or, or looking it up, the Hadouken ability. Yes. So when I was a kid, I got. I think I came, probably came came close to one hundred percenting this game as a kid. Yeah. So yeah, I got it. I, I knew of it, uh, but I did not obtain that. Well, it's it's. I would never have found it on my own because you basically have to mm-hmm. to go to one spot and get like at the end of a level, get a power up, die, go back mm-hmm. to the same spot, get the power up, die, and do it enough times where eventually Doctor Light has like a, a different icon there and he he gives you the Hadouken power. Uh, it's cool, it's very powerful, it's a neat Easter egg, but but yeah, there's there's plenty of hidden stuff in this game uh, that that makes it different from the previous Mega Man's. I mean, there was always sometimes separate paths in the other Mega Man's, or there were you know ways to get other energy tanks. But there wasn't this level of hidden items. And I actually thought that was really cool, especially because after I finished, I went back and I was like, I didn't find half the hidden things I could find. And I still finished it. It was difficult. But I want to go back and find these other things. And and I admittedly didn't scour the levels. Once I made it to uh, to uh, through the eight bosses, I I just kept Mm -hmm. going because I wanted to finish it in time for this podcast. That's the first game I finished for this podcast, probably in six episodes. I'm very excited about it. There we go. But yeah, uh, that it's just uh, I I like that when your character starts off underpowered, uh, but there's potential as the game goes on uh, to to get more more powerful as it goes. And, and this game does a, a great job of that. And yeah, I mean that's a welcome addition to the the Mega Man series. Uh, you know the other games, of course, you pick up different weapons here and there, but there's never anything to overall kind of improve your the way you move around or the the climbing, the dashing. Um, or the you know the increased health or damage. So that's that's a neat mechanic they've thrown in where you can kind of upgrade yourself a, as you go along. Yeah, it was. I mean, you're, you're right. You can definitely finish the game without getting any of these. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will make your life a lot harder without them because they oh, yeah. they definitely do go a long way in in helping you traverse uh, the game, especially like that. You like you were saying that being able to dash and jump. Uh, that long jump is, God, I, you know, I don't even know. Can you finish the game without getting that that dash? Like that seems like that is something that is almost needed in a couple of those stages. But I'm I'm guessing you probably can finish the game without it. Uh, I don't think you can. I think there is yeah. one sigma level that you absolutely have to have it. Okay. Uh, when we get to that, we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll mention it. But but that also is the only upgrade that is. I mean, I guess you could intentionally say, fuck you, I'm not going to get this. But the game forces you to walk through that platform <laughs> unless mm. you choose to completely jump around it. I mean, you could climb the wall and jump over it and go on your way, uh, but you would just be causing yourself a headache. Th- th- this one's not hidden. It's literally a part of the, the Chill Penguin level. Yeah.
So the, the bosses in this game, unlike the previous Mega Mans, you know, the first six Mega Man, it was always, you know, Bomb Man, Fire Man, Ice Man. You know. uh, this game, instead of having that, they're all kind of these these animal boss characters. So we've already talked about Chill Penguin, who's, of course, in the mandatory ice level. Thankfully, ice does not make you slide in this because it's more of a snow level. Thank God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's Flame Mammoth, who's in the old robot factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spark Mandrill, uh, a, a giant ape. Um Launch Octopus, my least favorite boss in this game, but I don't really like water levels. Although, again, this is not mm-hmm. that painful of a water level. Um, that said, he was a, a probably the hardest boss for me to get through. Uh, Sting Chameleon, uh, was a, a, a second right behind Launch Octopus for bosses that made me go crazy until I figured out what I was doing. Uh, Storm Eagle, who actually has one of the coolest levels. That's one of those climbing levels that you mentioned, Billy. You're constantly going mm-hmm. up this tower, and at the mm-hmm. end... Uh, un- this is the first time in a Mega Man game that I remember that... You get to the boss area, and it's not just you go through the 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 door, and then there's that co- you know the the one screen wide uh, yes. hallway that goes to a boss, and then you go to the room, and the boss mm-hmm. is there. Instead, you go through a door, and all of a sudden you're on this plane, and you have to kind of climb through this plane, and and you get to the top of the plane, and that's where you fight the boss. But it was just kind of a neat the fact that it wasn't just a big box that you fight your boss. Mm-hmm. In. I thought that was pretty cool uh, for uh, for Storm Eagle, and then the last two um, animal bosses are Armored Armadillo. And Boomer Kuwanger, which has the best <laughs> name in the game. <laughs> God damn it. I told myself I'd hold it together. But you saved him till damn last, so it built up. Boomer Kuwanger. Yeah, that was my favorite name. Uh, until I'm I found sure out the actual bosses' names for the Sigma levels. Wow, they're amazing. But uh, Kuwanger. I'm pretty sure I had the same reaction last week that I did back in 1993 upon seeing, upon seeing Kuwanger up on the screen. <laughs> I have to say the bosses in this, again, it's the benefit of being on a 16-bit system versus an 8-bit system, but they're mm-hmm. very different. And they're, some of them have some pretty interesting attacks that the previous Mega Mans did not or could not do very well. I mean, we, you know, we talked about the, the level where you're fighting the uh, Storm Eagle on the, the plane at the top of the plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his whole attack is, other than the fact that he blows you around, which the previous games did that, but then he has these, lo- these attacks where he flies diagonally across the screen, and he, he summons these things to also fight you while he's doing it. I, I mean, I, I thought there's a lot of really interesting different boss fights, and all of them, uh, except for possibly Chill Penguin, took me way longer than, <laughs> than I would like to admit to figure out their patterns and get very effective at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, I mean, this is definitely one of those things, like those games that you expected to see like an upgrade to as far as like okay here's the nes version now i want to see what they can do with a super nes version i want to see mm-hmm. a much more like just way more in your face kind of actiony just everything going crazy because it it started with contra uh, super contra Okay. And I just every game that I got that I knew that I loved on the NES, I wanted to I wanted to have that kind of difference to it. And yeah, yeah I mean, this one, it, it definitely does that. I mean, it's got a lot of neat special effects. I got I believe this actually did use like the Super FX chip in it uh, for something. Um, don't quote me on that. I, but man, I, I swear it uses some kind of special chip in here to do some of these special effects. And uh, there's definitely some impressive stuff going on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, it it really does feel like an upgrade to what you would have mm-hmm. never been able to do on an NES. Yeah, but this game, it comes through with the bosses. And, and that's really where the Mega Man game, to me, the game is always just lived or died on how interesting the bosses are and the boss fights. You know, the, the stages leading up to it, uh, yeah, it's not often the stages in Mega Man really blow you away. Um, but yeah, uh, if the boss fights weren't bigger, more complex, 
you know, better looking, uh, more mechanics to it than the NES version, then I, I probably would dismiss this one because, you know, come around three, I was getting a little, I was getting, it's a great game. I was getting a little fatigued with the bosses though. Uh, you could tell just three games in the, uh, the imagination was kind of, kind of fading. I think it would be not too long after that. They were fucking begging kids in Nintendo power to send in boss ideas. Um, but yeah, but this one just, it's, it's very refreshing to see these bosses. Um, and yeah, these were the most complex ones to figure out. Uh, in a typical, you know, Mega Man 1 through 3, when I was playing those, I'd die once or twice on a boss, but then you got them down. On this one, I, they've got several tricks up their sleeves. Well, I think they kind of went in two different directions, because I think that the actual end stage bosses are more interesting than the most of those standard Mega Man bosses. But mm -hmm. even starting with Mega Man 2, there would always be some like really large, cartoony, interesting level mini bosses or mid bosses or mm -hmm. things that you, you hadn't seen previously in, in, in most Nintendo games. That's what I remember about mm -hmm. Mega Man 2 and 3 is, you know, in Mega Man 2 it was that giant dragon or the giant tiger in the jungle level that, that yeah, it's, yes. it's, ultimately it's not hard to finish out. But when you first get to it, you're like, holy crap, this thing is huge. There's some of that in here, but it's not... It's not as big as I kind of expected those to be. Mm -hmm. That said, I still think the levels are super fun. I, I do like... Uh, there's a lot of reusing of the same en enemies in this, and I know the other Mega Mans did that too, but it seemed like there was there was a lot of that here. I mean, you know, I think the bat... The, the ball... The, the bats that look like balls that come down from the ceiling are probably in half the levels in the game. Uh, there, there's a lot of things you see over and over again. That said, that's that's a minor complaint. I mean, I think the levels are still all pretty interesting and different put together. And with all the extra hidden things you can find... I, mm -hmm. I really enjoy the way this, the levels are put together, but I, I think the levels themselves, not as advanced as I expected, but the boss fights are definitely more interesting. Um, so in this game, I'm just going to go through the weapons that kind of hurt the bosses real quick, just to say I figured it out, because I did. Uh, Chill Penguin being the first one I finished, uh, if you use that against Sparkman Drill, he actually freezes in place. It's the only boss that will freeze when you shoot him. Mm. And it actually stops mm. him from doing uh, a lot. If you can time it right, he basically will never have a chance to unfreeze long enough to do anything. You just keep freezing him. He'll break out in like this cartoonish animation, and then you freeze him again. And you can time it right. You can you can pretty much freeze him down pretty quick. Uh, then mm. the spark will actually... I thought this was a really cool mechanic. On Armored Armadillo, who was really driving me crazy because it's hard to do any damage to him. Your regular shot will hurt him, but it takes off one piece each time with a charge shot. If you use the spark, it actually knocks his armor off. And then you can, mm. you know, the spark does more damage to him as well, but it, at least it's like, oh, that's a cool, like, it's not just like you hit him and it does more damage like the old mm. Mega Man. This actually shows you, you know, that it has a better effect on this guy from that point on. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Armored Armadillo gives you the rolling attack, I believe, uh, and you use that on the octopus, uh, launch octopus. Uh, launch octopus gives you the homing missiles, which you use on... <laughs> the boomeranger guy uh and then the boomerangs <laughs> will kill sting chameleon pretty effectively otherwise i hate that boss he he continuously vanishes and shows up all over the room has this thing where he smashes his, his tongue at you and then falls to the ground and shoots more th he's just he's hard um but with the the boomerang you basically just go back and forth and fire the boomerangs and it just shreds him uh, mm. And then you use the Sting ability on Storm Eagle, and that makes him much easier to kill. Uh, and then you can use the Storm Eagle ability, which makes a, like a tornado go, not a tornado even, but like a whirlwind and straight out from in front of you across the screen uh, on uh, uh, the Fire Mammoth, 
Uh, and then again, if you waited to do Chill Penguin later, Fire Mammoth's weapon, uh, which is just fire, uh, like a flamethrower, will will destroy Chill Penguin as well. So it, it's just like the old Mega Man's that once you get all the weapons, it does affect everybody else. It's it's definitely hard to figure those out until you've already gotten a bunch of them knocked out. My, my actual kill order for these, these levels, uh, I didn't get to use any of that until the very end. I went Chill Penguin to Flame Mammoth to Storm Eagle to Sparkman Drill, and that was at the part, point where I was like, I'm not getting any benefits from these weapons. <laughs> I've got to figure out uh, a, a, someone who I actually have a weapon that could hurt. Uh, and and uh, so I ended up finding, uh, getting the, the spark for uh, for Armored Armadillo at that point. And I was like, okay, now I get it. I see what else I need to do. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I got through the first four levels without the benefit of those weapons, for the bosses at least. And those first four levels were long. I mean, I probably spent yeah. two days on just those first first two levels of attempts because i tried not to do a bunch of save state garbage with the the nes class super nes classic i, I wanted to play it as if i was playing it for real because I, I love mega man i wanted to do this one justice and uh and i did and yeah after after figuring that out and getting the first boss that was like okay great here's something that actually makes this easier uh that that kind of made it easier uh to, to figure out how i would redo this <laughs> on a second playthrough to make this fly so like in every Mega Man game, after you finish all eight bosses, and you can go back to those levels again. Uh, actually, this this uh, one other thing it adds that's a nice um, uh, a nice bonus is you have a like an exit ability that you can use on any level after mm-hmm. you've beaten it. So if you want to go back and hunt through levels for power ups, and you don't want to fight the boss again, and you don't want to deal with going, you know, you got the power up you needed one third of the way through the level, but you don't want to go through the other two thirds to finish it and save that you have it. You can now just exit the level at any point once you finish the level, and it saves whatever you found. So if you mm-hmm. find another heart power up or you find, you know, the armor bonus, you can then just leave that level and, and go back to the level select screen, but only for once you've finished the level. Um, so again, after you finish all eight levels, it opens up the ability to go to Sigma's Fortress. Um, and this is where Zero shows back up again. I had totally forgotten that Zero was in this game. Uh, Zero's kind of a... I thought Zero was a girl, but then I saw some videos of the later games, and Zero definitely has a man's voice, so I don't know. But I thought Zero was the girl Mega Man. <laughs> she definitely is, or Roll was the girl Mega Man in the old Mega Man games, yes. but it doesn't matter. Uh, so Zero, Zero shows back up, and it's like, all right, let's do this. Uh, I'll see you at the other side or whatever, and, and so you have to then go through the first level of uh, of Sigma's Fortress. Much like all the other Mega Man games, this is where it kind of the the level design is tough. It expects you've learned everything you've needed to learn from the the, the other eight levels to get to this point. Uh, this is the first level where I had a difficult time in the level itself, where I just got. I don't know if it's just me, because I looked online and someone was just, you know, I was watching a Let's Play to see if I'm doing something wrong, and, I'm, and this guy was just flying through it. So obviously I'm just not that good at, at this aspect, but there's a point in this. Uh, so all the Sigma levels will have some of the bosses you fought earlier, plus some mini-bosses, plus a new boss at the end of each Sigma level. Uh, there are four levels in Sigma's Tower, uh, Sigma's Fortress. Uh, most of these games have four or five, so that's, that's normal for the Mega Man, um, you know, level design. So the first Sigma level, you have uh, the guy that you fought at the very beginning of the game, Vile, uh, you know, basically comes again and, and beats you down pretty much. You, you're a little better at fighting him, but he beats you down. But then Zero comes in to save the day and, and fights him in another room or whatever. And he gets captured, of course, because why not? And, uh, and, and in the process of fighting him, you know, you basically are losing. Zero breaks out. He stops him but gets mortally wounded. 
and gives mm. you his his X Blaster, which now gives you a third level of charge. So I actually didn't have the second level of charge uh, or the ability to charge any of my shots until this point. But now I could charge all my shots. So if you if you miss that power up like I did, you do get it back in the in the first level of Sigma's power. Uh, Sigma's very good in the first level of Sigma's fortress, uh, which is nice. So but after that first encounter. Um, there's a section of the level where you have to basically just climb to get to the, um, unfortunately, Boomer Kuwanger again. <laughs> and, and this climb, while you're trying to climb the walls, there are things, you know, everything respawns when you walk back into an area. So if you, if you just like in the other Mega Man games, if you have a, a place where you walk to the right and there's a tower uh, boss guy and you shoot him and he, or let's try again, walk to the right and there's like a bird. You kill the bird, but if you walk to the left and scroll off the screen and then scroll back, that bird will respawn. So it does the mm-hmm. same thing when you're climbing. And for mm-hmm. in this climbing section, there are these slow red guns that are mounted to the wall that will, you know, fire at you when you get when you get in front of them. But otherwise, they move up and down. Plus those, I, I don't know what they are, but they're essentially the the Mega Man version of Medusa heads. But they fly downwards at you, uh, in a in a in a pattern like a sine wave, and. Because they kept respawning, unless I made the jump I needed to make perfectly, they would just keep respawning. And I, you have no way to shoot above you unless you're using the other special weapons. So I was using the homing missiles just to get rid of them. And I would, I would run out of homing missiles. If I didn't make it up in my first or second shot, I was just totally out of bullets. I had to keep trying to find other ways to fire at them. I mean, I probably spent half an hour on this one hallway to get to the, you know, the, next, the, the, the next mini boss in this, which is Boomer Kawanger. Uh, I, I take him out, except that as soon as you, you lose after that, you go back to the beginning of the stage. You have to go through that whole thing again, fight Boomer Kawanger again. Uh, very, very frustrating for me, at least. That's the only part of this game that I kept having to go back. I mean, literally, I just was like screaming at the, at the screen at some point. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? This is ridiculous. And I, I found out what I needed to do, which is if you use either the, uh, the, the Boomer Kawanger boomerang blade or the homing missile if you charge it up to the third level it basically will destroy everything on the screen and mm. and it takes a second to fly around all both those weapons so i would charge those up to the fullest and then just climb as fast as i could while it was destroying everything but it's still when i was burning up my special weapons just to get up a standard hallway yeah yeah that's i mean the the game actually like kind of most Mega Man's. Uh, it really gets hard once you get into this kind of fortress thing after the your your main bosses that you go through. Uh, I I always thought like this game, like getting up to this point was pretty forgiving for a Mega Man game. Like it was definitely challenging, but it wasn't like the insane difficulty that I used to have with the NES Mega Man's. But once I got into this fortress, I I just kind of like you when I was a kid, I hit that wall right there. And that one, that one was rough. I didn't do the whole homing missile thing that you just said. Actually, I didn't mm-hmm. even do it this time because I didn't fucking know. Um, so I, you know, I, I just always struggled to get up there. I struggled through a lot of this fortress actually. Mm-hmm. Like this is definitely when the game decides to that it wants to be a, a for realsies Mega Man as far as like making you, making you hurt basically. Yeah, and you're not conditioned for it at this point. Did you, uh, in terms of Mega Man games, you didn't have too rough a ride getting there. Yeah, I spent more time in the Fortress than I did with the uh, the original bosses, I'm fairly certain. And, and damn it, I was feeling pretty good about myself too, making it to the Fortress, you know, in that amount of time. I used the, you know, the regular Mega Buster on most of them. And yeah, I got here and it's 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 a whole new game. And and I dare say if you haven't played any of the Mega Mans of the past, then you are in for an extra treat 
once you get up to what I would, like Jeremy said, is kind of your standard, you know, NES Mega Man difficulty. Well, after you get through Boomer Kerwanger, uh, there's another short section of the level that's not hard at all. And you get to the final boss of the first level of the Sigma Fortress. Uh, it is mm-hmm. a, a giant spider. It has, it's one of those, those almost like a puzzle. It's got four paths it can go on and then uh, for, that are uh, vertical lines. And then there are horizontal lines that connect those vertical lines, but those lines keep moving around, and he'll, the spider will spawn at the top of the screen and then ride these paths all the way down, and, and you basically just have to make sure you're not on, in its way, and you can shoot it only at the very bottom of the path for one second before it goes you know, and climbs back to the top of the screen and, and does it over and over again. Also spawn spiders to fight you. I thought this was a cool boss because it was a different kind of mechanic. It wasn't just dodge some bullets. You actually had to kind of do a little bit of thinking to see where the boss was going to go next. Otherwise, he does a fair amount of damage when he hits you. Uh, that said, still died a lot. I still probably played this, this all the bosses on here uh, mm-hmm. a fair amount. But this was, other than Sigma himself, uh, the, the last fights, uh, I had the most problem with this boss. Also, I like when you finish the game, it gives you the names of the bosses for this last level. This spider's lame is cleverly Boss Spider. <laughs> mm, they mm. can come up with Boomer Kawanger, but you, they Boy. couldn't, couldn't quite just, come up with anything for this guy. Well, mentally, you have to be exhausted at that point. <laughs> True. Uh, but but if once you do finish Boss Spider, uh, one of the things this game did that the previous Mega Bands did not do is after you finish a level of Sigma, it takes you back to the level select screen. And you then, if you select Sigma again, it automatically takes you to stage two. Now, you can't redo stage one, as far as I can tell, uh, but I don't know why you'd want to. There's nothing hidden there. It would just be to, to prove to yourself you can do it again, I guess. But that means that you can then go back. If you Let's say you missed a bunch of these power-ups and you're having some problems. You can now go back, search those levels, find the extra power-ups, and then still go back and start at Sigma stage two. You don't have to beat the first one again. That is an amazing uh, an amazing bonus mm-hmm. uh, compared to the early Mega Man games. I was very excited that that, uh, that happened. So Sigma Stage 2 is another series of... Um, th- this is the level that I think if you didn't have the dash, you can't get through it. So you go through Chill Penguin, which is not so bad, and then Storm Eagle. And in Storm Eagle's section, you actually have to dash jump to get to the platform to fight him on. I don't think you can get far enough without the dash jump to reach those platforms. So that may be the only place you have to have it for in the entire game uh, as far as to get through the level. Um, but again, you'd, you'd have to intentionally not take that, that dash jump by this time. Uh, and the, the level uh, Sigma 2 boss is the obligatory giant face boss. All these games have a giant face of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, the, the eyes uh, you have to destroy, and then you kind of destroy what looks like the nose or mouthpiece, depending on, on what kind of face you think it is, uh, while the walls close in on you. It's not an incredibly tough boss, uh, but it's it's one that I think has the best name. I didn't realize until I had finished the game, this boss's name is Rangda Bangda. Great. Mm, there we go. There. But yeah, they, got, a, they, got the create, they got the creative juices flowing again. I know, a creative team working overtime for the names mm. on this one. They got just tired of those NES names. <laughs> <laughs> just going to go crazy with Mega Man X. Well, I like this boss because it was a large boss. It's a room-sized boss. It's not just you know another robot, or even the spider wasn't much bigger than you were. It just had a big area to crawl around. But this was a nice giant boss. I always expect one or two of those in every Mega Man game. In the first Mega Man game, it was the big rock monster uh, that would take parts of itself and fly across the screen and rebuild, and had the one eye you had to hit with the electric beam. This is the, in my opinion, you know, this is the giant boss in this game uh, until 
until again the the last fights are always just as big but uh so that that's the second level of sigma i didn't have much problems here at all because um, again i had already figured out the boss weapons to hurt them the previous eight uh stage bosses so i had no problem with sigma two sigma three was armored armor oh this is the most this is the closest to a boss rush you're going to get because each segment section in between is a tiny little section of level and the benefit of that means there's not anything too hard to get through the downside is if you need to get more power-ups you're going to do a whole lot of that i go to the side i shoot a guy then i go back to scroll away so he'll respawn and i'll shoot him again and you'll kill the same thing 45 times to hope to get a life power up uh so that that's a little annoying but uh that said you go through armored armadillo sting chameleon spark mandrill launch octopus and flame mammoth until you get to what looks like a two-piece dinosaur tank uh, that has like the top head has teeth on it. it. It flies around independent of the bottom half of the tank and you just have to kind of shoot the top of it as much as you can while trying not to get smashed in its jaws. Plus it will uh, do a, this, this power up super shot that shoots across the screen, but it's, if you go to the corner, you can avoid it pretty easily. Not a tough boss either. I don't know if either of you had, had many problems with this level if you did get through this, but, but after the first level and the, the, the climb section that was tough and the fact that the spider took me a, several, several hours of trying to to really get fast enough at reading its path uh the, these next two levels were not hard no the only thing i really had problems with was uh especially back when i was a kid doing this i going through that little boss rush like i still hadn't quite figured out which weapons were the, the things that actually would hurt them a lot you know what i needed to use so i was still just trying to use um, I, I'd experiment a little bit, but I was still just using my Mega Buster a lot on these mm -hmm. things, and it was taking longer and uh, it was longer than what it would if I knew what their actual weakness was. So that was actually the thing that took me the longest as a kid. This time I, I, I knew, so I just kind of blew through them. Uh, but yeah, that was if you don't know what the weaknesses are, then that little tiny boss rush right there before you get to this dinosaur thing is is kind of rough. Well, and after you get through uh, that dinosaur, whose name is D-Rex, which is not that exciting, but that's his name. Um, <laughs> then the last level is literally just a climb that's not hard at all to the last boss fight uh, to fight Sigma. Uh, in traditional Mega Man fashion, of course, it's several stages. You can't just have one boss you finish and, and go to the end of the game. In this, in this case, Sigma first sends his dog at you. Uh, the dog will jump around the, the room and essentially... You just got to kind of climb the wall and jump over him and shoot him enough times. Um, but then after you kill him, then Sigma will show up. Sigma himself has just like a lightsaber and will jump around the room slashing with his lightsaber. Uh, not an incredibly tough boss either. If you're, if you're climbing up the walls, which I found by this point in the game is kind of the key to some of these bosses, uh, mm. not so bad. I don't think you could stand on the ground and jump over them and make do this very effectively. I think you have to climb the walls to really get through these first two forms. Uh, and then, of course, after you fight Sigma, um, there has to be a final boss form. It's a Mega Man game. In this case, his head kind of flies up to the center of the room, and there looks like a giant robot that looks kind of like his dog, and he jumps into that. And that's a tough fight. That, that was a tough fight until I figured out, one, what weapon hurts him, does a good amount of damage. But two, I, I had to sit there. I, I probably fought this boss for the last two days. Just just going through all three forms of the boss. Because again, if you lose on any form, you go back to the start of the whole of the whole section. So you have to beat the dog and Sigma and the last form of Sigma all in one life. And yes, you have some energy regeneration tanks you can find. I only found two out of the four, so I only had two health refills. But all the forms of this boss do a good amount of damage to 
Mega Man. So it's it's very tough to get through it for me at least to get even to the last form without I've already wasting half of my life to get there. Um, did did everyone finish this this time or ever? Yes. Yeah, I totally yeah. finished oh, this. Yeah. yeah. I think it's not it's not that hard for a Mega Man final boss, but that said, those were always very tough bosses. So I still had a lot of problems with this last boss, but I did I did finish it. Uh, I have to say, this was. I now am excited for the upcoming Mega Man X collections. Like, I didn't care about them. I was like, I'll probably get them to have them. But I was like, will I actually really play through them? I don't know. Uh, now I'm super excited about it. Since I'd never played any of these, and apparently the, the story is contiguous through all the games, as much as their story could be, uh, I, I'm actually pretty excited uh, about trying these out and, uh, and getting them when they come out in July. See, I was always really a huge fan of the first Mega Man X here. Like, this is by far my favorite Mega Man X game. And I don't know why I kind of strayed away from it. Because, I like, I played, I remember playing the, the next, maybe, like, two after this one. But then it seemed like maybe, on, I think, on the PlayStation, it just seemed like a new Mega Man X game would come out every month or something. Like, it, I would go into Best Buy and there'd be, like, a new Mega Man X game sitting there. It's like, I'm, like uh, the other one just came out. And I just kind of lost track of them. So I, I strayed away from it, from it on the PlayStation. But yeah, I mean, this this original one, I think, is a great introduction. If you're just tired of classic Mega Man on the NES, like this is, it really does a few things different. It really feels like a different kind of Mega Man game while still being a, a similar experience if you like Mega Man. Yeah, and, and, and I, I feel quite similar to that. I played through this one. Uh, played... Uh, the one that followed uh, after that, uh, the rest of the X series will be new to me. Uh, but I, I do intend to to continue on. I had a, a, a big renewed interest after playing this. And, and I think if you're a fan of those NES Mega Man games, there, there's no question you'll like this one. Uh, if, you're, if you're not a Mega Man fan at all, if you've played the Nintendo titles, didn't care for those, I don't think this is going to do enough to to win you over to Mega Man. Uh, it, it just depends on your stance on these games to begin with. And if you're new to the series altogether, um, this is a good, a good starting point here. Uh, there's, there's a lot to this game uh, for what was such a kind of a simple, you know, simple thing on the Nintendo. You know, you do these stages, you do a boss fight and continue on. Uh, they really just upped it here with the upgrades, the hidden, the hidden items, um, you know, just the boss fights being more complex. Th this is just the, the, the perfect instance yet again. Uh, the Super Nintendo just really taking an original NES title and just knocking it out of the park, you know, revamping it for the for the new system at the time. There's seven sequels to this game. So there's eight games in the Mega Man X series, uh, and they did come out, it felt like, every year. In fact, for the first half uh, of the games, they 100% did. So Mega Man X came out. Uh, and I'll choose the Japanese release dates. U.S. normally got them a month or so after, and Europe got them six or so months after that. So Mega Man X came out in December of 1993. X2 was December of 1994. Then Mega Man 7 for the Super Nintendo came out four months later in March of 1995. X3 for the Super Nintendo came out in December of 1995. So you're talking in a, in a two-year window. You've already got four full games in the Mega Man series. Um, X3 also had a release uh, on the PlayStation and Saturn in Japan, they didn't make it to the U.S. Uh, and then uh, X4 through X6 were on the regular PlayStation uh, and Saturn. Uh, X4 was on Saturn. Uh, and then PS2 got 7 and 8. Those were a little more spread out uh, between 
six, seven, and eight. But yeah, the first the first four basically came out one a year plus the regular Mega Man games thrown in there as well. I mean, you were seeing Mega Man games every six months. I'm sure that's why I I lost interest in the series. That's way too many. I mean, now if I could get a Mega Man game every every three or four years, I'm happy. I don't need it every year. That's a little too much. Yeah, and it's just a case of too much of a good thing because, I mean, why else would a, a series where I really didn't have any complaints love the first three on the NES? Would would you just kind of drop off? And the same thing with the uh, the the X series. I'm sure I just played this one when it was released. I played the next one the next year, and after that, it's just kind of like, okay. Um, especially for a series, there was a big jump from the NES to the SNES. Uh, you know, but other than that, uh, on the Super Nintendo, just like on the Nintendo, it's it's just ends up being more of the same as you go along after you've made that big advance. So, uh, I don't know. I, I did not know. I know it felt like there was a new Mega Man, you know, almost every time I went to the store. I, I had no idea that that was actually fact. Yeah, it's just fatigue. I mean, that's kind of yeah. what happened with me on the NES. Like, I love Mega Man 1 and 2, and... By the time three and four and all that kind of came around, I was like, well, you know, these are probably still fun, but it's just going to be Mega Man again. I know exactly what it's going to be. It's just going to be that game with new stages and new bosses. And Mm -hmm. when Mega Man X hit, it was just like, wow, this is a great new take on this. This is something Mm -hmm. I would have never expected uh, to to be in a Mega Man game. And uh, you hit Mega Man X2 and X3, and it's still... You know, it's marginally improved. It's got some cooler kind of stuff in it, but it's still going to be that base ex- uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that for me, like, yes, these are great games, but you can definitely have too much of a good thing. Yet somehow I'm excited to buy all eight in collections, and I will play all of them, uh, much like I did for the uh, the other Mega Man uh, numbered games as well. I'll, I'll play all those forever. And if they ever put a Mega Man Legends game collection, I will play that as well. <laughs> So Mega Man X, we all recommend it. Excellent game. Uh, but if you did not like the original Mega Man series, you will probably not be a big fan. Our next mm-hmm. episode, I'm going to be uh, in a van for the entire, like a four-day window uh, in between now and when we tape next. So this is the perfect time to cover a game. We've kind of talked about doing it and, and just didn't uh, didn't force it, but now it's time. Link's Awakening, uh, Legend of oh. Zelda for the Game Boy. Going to play that in a van for four days, and that will mean I will actually have gotten through it, hopefully. Um, looking forward to, to actually playing it. I, I, I have it now. It's You can get it for the 3DS. It's the DX version, uh, which has an extra mm-hmm. dungeon, uh, and it's in color, but it's still the same game. So if you if you don't want to play it uh, on your original Game Boy, which I'm sure we all still have laying around with a copy of Link's Awakening, you can download it for the 3DS uh, to, to play it in advance of our next show. But uh, I asked for some questions on uh, on Twitter to see if we get some <laughs> questions. And, and aside from what that mouth do, which I get every time I ask for questions, uh, yes. the, the rest of the questions seem to be non, uh, non-questions. Uh, someone really wants us to play Faxanadu, uh, and maybe we'll do that someday. Um, so I came up with a question of my own uh, because I was actually at the, um, the, the Crabtown USA Arcade near me, and it made me think, <laughs> If you went to a, a classic arcade, let's just assume every game is there. I know that's a ridiculous statement, but let's say you went to an arcade and every game from 20 years ago or earlier is there. Is there ever a game where as soon as you see it, like you're, it doesn't matter what else is there, you're going to run and jump to play that game? Yes. So I have I have a, I have 
two or three of those and one of those and and two of them are quite similar uh it's it's that that damn simpsons arcade game (laughs) i love (laughs) and i ruined my my first like really fancy desktop computer trying to get a uh uh download mame and get a version of the simpsons arcade to play on it that's the first official virus i've gotten on a computer (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i just i love that game and if i see it i if especially if you have people with you or other people that are willing to jump in, there's nothing better than getting four players on that Simpsons arcade. Uh, and the other game that is right along the same line is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Also phenomenal. Once again, another one of those, the more people you have playing it, the better. Uh, and my other one is just, uh, it's, and the worst part is I haven't seen this game um, in a long time. I know where one is located, which is fortunately is, is not too far down the street. Uh, but it's a, a kind of a show. It, it's kind of a showbiz pizza type thing. Uh, so I, I, I don't dare venture there now that I don't have a small child because I don't want to be stared at the whole time I'm there and and <laughs> given uh, concerned glances. But it is the uh, the roller games arcade game. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, the only things I did not miss on TV were professional wrestling and uh, and roller games, uh, which was a a roller derby thing um you know the roller jam i think is when it when it they tried to bring it back uh but roller games it kind of had the uh the, the sports aspect to it plus it had the the professional wrestling thing of of cutting promos and these these over-the-top characters uh and they had an arcade game which was actually uh there's also an nes game uh, which somehow they turned uh, roller derby into a side-scrolling beat-em-up of sorts um no, but this was more traditional kind of a, a simulation of the, the sport of roller derby itself and just an incredibly fun arcade game. And if you are ever out there and spot it, uh, I, you at least need to pop a few quarters into it and, and give it a shot. But those are just uh, – there are several. I, I could list off quite a few, but those are three off the top of my head that if I see at an arcade, I am going to, I'm going to get my change and I'm going straight to them. I do like the Simpsons game and the Turtles game, but I do need other people with me. So um, mm-hmm. that that would make those not ones I would select just for me because I'm, one, always alone. Uh, but second, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't know what it is, but if it's, for me, if I can find an arcade that has Tapper, the original Tapper, I'll play oh, that immediately. Yeah. Um, I will do the same for Cubert. I love Cubert, and which is weird because mm-hmm. as a kid, I absolutely hated Cubert. I could not stand it, and now it's like one of my go-tos. But the mm-hmm. one game, I don't care if there's every other game there, I will play Burger Time until I literally want <laughs> to just leave and not play anything else. Like, I, I would rather I play Burger Time all night long than anything else. Mm-hmm. God, that's one of those games, like, I I couldn't play that as a kid, and I still don't think I can now. Oh, I, I love just, Burger I, Time. I get the thing. Yeah. Love it. I, and I didn't even realize how many sequels were out there that either we never got here or or were just so unsuccessful that no one no one was into them. But the original Burger Time, amazing. I could play it all day long. And that's probably uh, 100% because I had an Intellivision, and that was like the killer Intellivision port was uh, was Burger <laughs> Time. But the arcade version is is essentially, I mean, the, the port of it for Intellivision is basically the arcade game with, with a little simpler graphics, but mm. so good. Such a good game. Jeremy, you have you have one that one or two that you just have to go play when you go to an arcade if it's there. Yeah, uh, definitely Dig Dug. If I mm. see if I even hear that before I get around it, I just like well, there's a Dig Dug machine here. I'll see you guys mm-hmm. later. 
like I can sit and just play Dig Dug for, I don't know, as long as I got quarters. Um, but probably the one, if, if there could be anything there that I could just sit down to and play nonstop would be the original virtual racing, the sit down cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Like I still to this day, when I find it, I will just sit down. There's something about the way that game plays. It's mm-hmm. so strange. It's not like Daytona at all. Um, it's it's just weird. And nothing, I don't think, as far as like a home port has ever done that game justice. Like it did like when you sat down at that arcade game or and the sit-down machine and played it. I was just, It was just so much fun. It still is. And anytime I see it, I will just rush to it. Uh, I'm actually lucky enough that the the mall here has still has like a four player connected version of that game, mm. and like that's general. Like as much as I hate going to malls these days, I will make the trip downtown to to play sit down virtual racing. Like that's that is my jam. I will literally mm-hmm. be the only person in that place playing it, and everybody else will be over here playing these cooler things. Like what's that old guy doing over there? But uh, I, I will sit there and spend all of my money on that one. Well, next episode, we're not going to be in our old arcades. Uh, instead, I will be in a van trying to find an arcade to stop at at some point to get out of the car. But I'll be playing Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening uh, for the uh, the original Game Boy. Very excited to uh, to finally play this one. Huge Zelda fan, one I had never played. So it's another, mm. another game uh, for me that's brand new. I, I like those the most, so maybe I'll pick a lot of those going forward. But until then, please find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere you can find us at Retrovania.net. And we will see you next time.